Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Our Bitcoin Show. Today is November the 29th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is next Bitcoin. Do not accept the new normal. Fitting in is overrated. Personal responsibility is new counterculture. Oh, yeah. It's the Beyond Bitcoin show. So we're talking about that and deferral of gratification. Conviction. This is the golden age. Be relentless. Strive for greatness. All right. Principles over practicality. That's what this show is all about here. You might not like what I say, but this is what I believe. This is the truth. Check it out. I am in the Bitcoin overlay, so I, can, I can't I can be canceled, dudes. Hello, my elite friends. Do you have questions? I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat to get my attention. I am in a big rush today because... I've been doing real life activities this week Go because I'm back in Baltimore and uh, I was in synagogue on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're going to get into that. All these shunned activities. Oh, you should be locked in your house. Being No, I was out and about, baby. And so I'm behind on all this computer stuff. I'm not living my life on a freaking computer. I'm living my life in the real freaking world out there. All right. So the Bitcoin noise show was yesterday. Last night, it was awesome. Check it out. It's linked to below, disruptmeister.com. Follow me on Twitter at techball, T-E-C-H-B-E-L-T. I didn't have much time to prepare this show. It's just a bunch of stream of consciousness notes that I've taken through the week of my observations and things that I thought were interesting in, in, the, in the real freaking world out there. Um, and yeah, do what the shirt says. This is the original Pound That Like Button shirt from Nathan in freaking Perth, Australia. How you doing down there? How you all you Aussies doing? Ugh, lockdown, it must be terrible. All right, now. But it's a beautiful country. Uh, now, freedom, baby. Freedom here in the freaking United States. Best country to be in right now, I believe. In certain states, at least. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, so uh, what I noticed, everyone knew when I was in Salt Lake City. I, I, I ran around a lot. I saw um, – I, I was telling everyone about all the signs I saw in Walt Lake, Salt Lake City. I saw so many BLM signs all over the place. Yet the entire time I was in Salt Lake City, I saw 25 black people the entire time, the entire time. Um, so now I'm here. I'm back in Baltimore. I've seen one BLM sign. <laughs> now, as many of you know, in the Baltimore area, there are many, many, many black people. Baltimore itself is like a 67% uh, African-American. And I, I, I got to tell you something here, okay? Um, do, does anyone out there know black people who actually have BLM signs? Uh, there, there was a guy, you know, yesterday I talked about the uh, ridiculous uh, article, the, the New York Times tried to trash uh, Coinbase because they didn't bend the knee to BLM. And some guy in the comment section who totally misinterpreted, people react emotionally. He said, not all black people are BLM. And obviously, I know that. I mean, but what you should really be saying, like, Adam, not all white people are BLM. Because I, I think it's, I think the people who are putting up these signs uh, are, are, I mean, it's like white people are more into uh, BLM than actual black people. So you can, you gotta, you gotta judge people by individuals, uh, as individuals. Okay, if you think that this BLM thing is some uh, huge uh, uh, black uprising or something like that, I mean, you got another thing coming uh, for you. I, I don't think the average black person in, in Baltimore City, uh, you know, they, they don't really, or Baltimore City, Baltimore County, Maryland, whatever. There's probably a few, but they. <laughs> It's not a big, uh, big part of their lives. I mean, Salt Lake City, the virtue signaling. Oh my God! All these, these, these people, the BLM signs everywhere. They got to show off. So, I mean, you got to hand it to the whoever's behind BLM. I mean, it is a, it's a Marxist type of program that's supposed to create a division among the races, amongst the, uh, you know, Marxism is truly. Uh, 
the social groups, the, uh, the, what am I talking about here? The, <laughs> uh, the, the class, class warfare, uh, which does a pretty good. So don't, you know, you see the stuff, the BLM stuff on TV sometimes. Don't let it, let it put you in a mindset where you think certain people uh, you know, make big judgment calls about an entire race. Okay. Because I, I got to tell you, uh, I, I, I haven't seen a BLM sign here yet. You see them all over uh, Salt Lake city. Very, very interesting. Now, another sign I saw on the highway when I was uh, get, coming from the airport to, to, uh, to my pier where I am. And oh, I, I was in the airport. You better believe I was on an airport airport. You better believe I was on two different planes. You better believe I've been on many a plane since March, the March, Whenever all this nonsense started, okay, I am living my freaking life. Well, anyway, on the on the highway, uh, we we have a, the Republican governor. He, you know, he he, I guess he likes this sign: "Stay home for the holidays, wear masks." <laughs> uh, and this is what's on the highway signs. You know, the, the signs that are that, that that they can change and say, you know, there's an accident uh, five miles ahead. Uh, the cars are only going uh, one. T- it's going to take you 50 minutes to get there. Yeah, those are helpful type of signs. This. They want you to stay home and wear wear a mask at your at your home, and and, and you do not see your family. Well, I saw my family, I, I, I members of my family and stuff, so that was that was good. Okay, I am I came here for Thanksgiving. I came here for my father's yard site. I did exactly what I wanted to do. Okay, uh, I was at, in synagogue Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and that's a big no no too. Oh no, you can't go to religious uh religious things are outlawed now too. No 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 no. That's not how the Meister rolls. I'm I, this has been a good this has been a good year for me. It should be a good year for everyone. Everyone who gets in that mindset, there's this big, I mean, it's a big theme everywhere. All oh, 2020 has been so bad. 2020 has been so bad. It's been bad if you put yourself in a situation to make it bad. But if you've been in motion, it's been good. There have been many great, I mean, Bitcoin gets almost to its all, maybe by the end of the year, it will be at its all time high. For people in the Bitcoin overlay, this has been great. And I am in the Bitcoin overlay. I don't go watching NBC, CBS, ABC saying, oh, it's been a horrible year. I'm going to lock myself down. What, what am I going to do? Oh, I believe every word they're telling me. Oh, babies are dying. This is dying. Oh, oh my God, I'm so scared. Uh, no, that this has been, for the 20 percenters, this has been a time to be freaking productive. And it's been a great year. If you have it in your mind, it's been a great year. It's been a great year. Most, I mean, yeah, most people are, are, are losers, basically. Like, oh, I can't do anything. And the, the theme is it's been a bad year. I'm going to make it a bad year. I'm going to add to that. Oh, it's so depressing, this, that, and the other. No, make it, be in motion. Get out of your rut, okay? Now, now at, at Shul, I said I, I was at Shul. Um, I, I, there are some guys that are getting frustrated. There are some real men who are getting frustrated with the situation uh, of the mask and 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 people. I, I heard one guy talking about his place of business, how people were uh, they 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 had the sickness, they, they, so they they couldn't come to work. And then the two weeks passed, and then they took advantage of the situation and said, "Well, I'm not emotionally ready yet." Because they've got all this free money pouring in, their business is willing to pay them not to work. And I mean, I don't know if this was a state thing. I, I have. Dudes are taking advantage of this. There are a lot of lazy bums out there who pretend to have it, who had it, then extend it. They were never sick. They they know the free money. There are plenty of people who love this. They love it. This is a new a new paradigm for me. I can just get paid to stay home. I don't have to work anymore. People are excited about not being productive. So I mean, there there are some people out there that promote the fear, that promote this thing. Oh, we got to take our time. We got to be scared. We got to get a we got to get a vaccine because they they're loving it. They're loving being lazy bum, smoking weed, getting paid by their employers who are being blackmailed by them. There's all sorts of nonsense corruption that's going on now because the government put its hand in this, throwing money all around, picking winners and losers. So 
it's only natural for people who are not productive to find ways to make this quote unquote productive for them, getting free checks for you know extending their uh, say, and then of course because the test people have had it twice quote unquote because they they took up um, the test is like wrong half the time, which is it makes the test totally worthless. I mean it, it is amazing, but. I, I got to hand it to the guys that are at Shul, the guys that I, I've been in three different synagogues, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, yeah, these guys are obviously brave or not, or quote unquote brave now in, in this new paradigm. And again, there is no new normal for all the 80 percenters. I guess you got a new normal. Okay. You think it's crazy for real men to go pray to God. Okay. And, and so but you, all these guys right away, if they've made it to Shul, they've already, they've already attained a certain mental level of independence where they're like, yeah, okay. Um, there's all these people scaring me. I'm not scared to be at shul around other men. Uh, yeah, sure, we've got masks on, whatever. Uh, but I, I did. I, you know, I, there's a vibe there, and people are. Uh, I mean, I overheard some stuff, and yeah, people are rightfully frustrated, and they're not taking it anymore, and, and that's that's good. And, and one way of defiance is to keep going to your religious services. And I want to remind everyone: if what they try to can- people try to cancel Thanksgiving this year. And that, you know, that bothers some people a lot. But when they when people try to bu- cancel Christmas, which is coming up, it's people are going to look for scapegoats. And I want to remind you, I do not celebrate Christmas. I celebrate Hanukkah. I'm Jewish with that, et cetera, et cetera. Don't blame it on me. Don't blame it on my people. Don't. You, there are going to be prominent people of all sorts of races and religions saying for you to stay home. There's go- People are going to get angry about having Christmas uh, canceled and they're going to look for scapegoats. I'm going to tell you, don't look for scapegoats. Don't blame it on them uh, mysterious people, et cetera, et cetera. You don't have to cancel Christmas. You do not have to do that. Have your Christmas. I want you to have your Christmas. Okay. I'm not a representative of, of the Jewish people. I can't, I mean, I can't do something like that, but I want to tell you something. There's not some mass conspiracy out there. The great reset doesn't involve canceling your Christmas, this, that, and the other. Uh, so people are going to take it to a whole new level of conspiracies when this Christmas starts to be canceled. All right. So don't go blaming, just have your Christmas. All right. No one's trying to, there's no entity. I mean, it's just these crazy psychotic governors. They want so much power. They don't, they don't realize where they're taking, how, how angry people are going to become and, and they're going to look to blame and, and stuff. Um, but you do not have to follow these governors. You do not have to follow. You could do what you want to do inside your own house. People, people have lost this common sense. It, it's insane. Although the government said not to have people over, over for Thanksgiving. So I'm not, you can do what you want. You're, no one's monitoring you in your house. Do what you want to do in your darn house. All right. Now, um, watch the last three shows at disruptmeister.com. Uh, they've, uh, again, this week in Bitcoin, uh, Tim Copeland, Mauricio was talking about Venezuela, Daniel Prince. They were all outside of the America. I give you the best freaking guests on this base on the This Week in Bitcoin show. And yes, we're back over $18,000. What did you expect, people? What, come on, man. Aren't you long-term thinkers? You were. Did, did anyone panic? People had a weekend? I hope they didn't have a weekend. If on November 30th, if we what's November 30th tomorrow, if we close at a monthly all-time high, which it looks like we're going to do now, uh, man, we're off to the freaking races, baby. We're off to, to the freaking races, baby. And I'm, I'm so happy. This has been a great freaking year. If you got, hey man, if you're in motion, if you're not a freaking crybaby scared and, and locking yourself in your house, be in motion. Don't let that stuff 
get you down. The, 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 the overhyped ridiculousness of it all. The, the, pu- putting out these anecdotal stories. And sure, th- it's true. It's true that health, a few healthy people got sick or whatever. But when they blast that out there to scare you, so they keep you keep watching their uh, – the, when I say they, NBC, CBS, NBC, they know what, what sells. What gets people watching CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN? Fear, fear. And that's what they keep on pumping because unfortunately – when I've been back here, there's someone I know who watches NBC or watches the. And when I heard, oh my God, I couldn't believe the stuff I was hearing, how down and depressed these people were. And then you understand why when they're women that are locked away, that are home, that they, they believe this stuff. They believe, I mean, there's a lot of people who believe this stuff. Some of the people that are selling it, even the pretty faces, they even believe it. They, but they, they don't. They don't do their own research. They don't use their heads. And they're, they're smart people, but uh, they buy into the program. That, that's that's their business. You don't have to buy into the freaking program. Here in Denver, and not, it, it, there's a story here out of uh, Colorado here. Uh, I just want to make sure I'm not skipping anything. Dozens of Loveland businesses make pack to stay open despite level red restrictions. Oh, my God. We got level – what is this? Like uh, Homeland Security when we at the airports, orange, yellow, red. Now we got it with sickness in Colorado. Good for the businesses in 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 the in Col- in, La- in whatever this is, uh, Loveland, uh, Colorado, which is north of Denver, uh, which is on the way to Wyoming, I guess. Um, as you get closer to Wyoming, you become more sane, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, resist, resist that way. Refuse to obey these insane rules. And yes, they cannot enforce. And if you're a police person, if you enforce this, you, you, you're terrible. Okay. I mean, only following orders is not an excuse. That ask ask them in Nuremberg if that was a, a good excuse. I was only following orders. I was only following orders. These orders are terrible orders. Don't you don't have to follow police. You don't have to enforce this kind of stuff. And great for the businesses in in Loveland that are uh, resisting peacefully. That's a peaceful way to resist. You're not doing anything. You're opening your business. Is that insane? No, that's not insane. Uh, Towers Comics says. That's the guy in Toronto who opened the barbecue restaurant for three days straight during the lockdown this week. Who's the guy in Toronto? I'm, I'm happy someone did that in Toronto. Oh, you! I didn't see the first one. Adam Skelly speaks to Global News after getting released on bail tonight. Said one of his conditions of release that he's not allowed to communicate on social media. Uh, and so the guy, it's uh, hashtag Adams on barbecue. Adam Sun barbecue. Is that how you, how you do it? Well, that, that's amazing. That Canada has got some uh, crazy rules out there. Again, I am happy to be in America and not in Canada, where it's a little bit more ridiculous. It's unfortunate that Canada and America don't don't have an open border when things are normal. Things should be normal. Then I, I've talked about it many times. United Canada should be part of America. In I mean, you could keep your Canadian identity. I, I'm not too. In, we should have a completely open border between it's so ridiculous. I can't bring apples from Washington state in the British Columbia. Now, uh, Tabal says all my uh, black friends think BLM is a farce. Good for them. BLM is run by white liberals virtue signaling. Yes, it mostly is. There are some um, lesbian black uh, uh, Marxists that are also part of it. And they, they, they prominently put them out there. Yeah. A regular black man from Baltimore. Is he interested in what a lesbian black Marxist care thinks about no, man, he, he, he thinks it's a joke, most likely. Um, but yeah, it, it's the name itself creates division. It's you know, black law. Li- and no, not all, not all black lives care about it. Look, here's Tay International in the freaking house. He's a black man. I believe there is an oath not to follow unlawful lawful orders in the military. Yes, there is. <laughs> yes, Tay, you, you bring up a great point. And since the police have been. Uh, militarized, perhaps they should think like the military and not obey an unlawful order. Okay. 
Oh my God. Yeah. It, it's, it's a very good point. Everybody I said Saturday show was awesome. And I am just putting that in there in the, for people watching this, you can click on it a lot. You can watch it right now. Retweet what's in the, it says retweet this. So spread the word out there. The, uh, it, these beyond Bitcoin show is lately. Um, the algorithm has not liked them. So leave lots of comments. Last week we had, we had a fun experiment with the beyond Bitcoin show. So you guys can leave uh, comments. Okay. Uh, it creates division with, uh, within the Bureau of, okay. All right. Let, let's, uh, let me move on here. I really, I wanted to get this show done in a half hour because I want to eat, but let's see if I can get it done in a half hour. I'm trying to go like a million freaking miles an hour here. Alone versus lonely. Okay. Thinking ape who is not always the happiest dude in the world, has a video. And not everything is linked to below yet. I'm going to have to do this later. Only a few things are linked to below. So bear with me. Come back if you want to get the links. I always give you homework, guys. I always give you references. But I'm in a real big rush because I just turned on the computer at like 5 o'clock today. I did my sprints. They were freaking awesome out here in, in Baltimore. It was it was great to re- – I really I'm, – I'm feeling great. Now – uh. Yeah, alone, ver- it's uh, the interval training sprints. And I, I ran like two miles or something like that, uh, which reminds me, I got to write that down. All right, uh, alone versus lonely. Yes, guys, there's nothing wrong about being alone. You don't have to be lonely when you're alone. I love being alone. <laughs> so Thinking Ape kind of touches on this in that uh, he talks about the loneliness of crowds, that there are a lot of people, they think they're part of a big crowd on social media and they are still, they, they're lonely. They're lonely because you need quality people over the quantity of people, okay? And people forget that. I think a lot of people on social media, they're starting to count how many likes they got, how many friends they have on Facebook. And then in the end of the day, they feel lonely because they have no real friends. They have no real meaning. And it's not just about uh, about having even quality, you know, it's having the confidence in yourself, okay? To not be, to be able to go places by yourself, to actually be able to go places now. So I love being freaking alone. I love my time alone. I love visiting my family too, of course. But when I'm in, you know, people always ask me, what do you do, Adam? What do you do? Who do you hang out with when you're, you know, if I meet people, I meet people. If I don't meet people, I don't, I, I, I'm very content with what's inside this head here. I love, I mean, I love reading. I love doing these shows. Um, and I, I don't need other people around me. I don't need to hang out with people. I don't need to say I got a, a million friends on Facebook or whatever. I don't need to even communicate with my old friends anymore. It, there's been some time between uh, contacting some friends. You know, a lot of times past sometimes, eh, you know, whatever. Everyone's got their own life. Be happy with your life. Um, so um, people fear being people fear alone, being alone so much that they just make all these fake friends and they end up so darn, darn lonely. Um, so lonely and alone, different. Different, different things. All right, and, and he goes on to that. Uh, and talk about so yeah, it was my it was my father's yurt site on sat on Saturday, and today I went to the uh, I went to the graveyard, and I know the, I went to the synagogue first. Uh, I mean, there's no one really just just tell you what, what I did today. I just see all, all these all these notes, and he, so in the Jewish religion, you on the Jewish day, uh, the Hebrew calendar day uh, of the anniversary, you. Uh, uh, you light a candle and you say Kaddish as many times as you possibly can. So I, I, I definitely was uh, said it as many times as I, I went to every service, every service possible, the four services during Shabbat. And then today you, you can't visit the graveyard on Shabbat. So I visited it today. I also fasted. You, you can fast for, for your, uh, the York site. So the fasting is so easy for me. I, it was a very short day. It was a, you know, a sunrise to sundown. So I did, I wasn't eating anyway. I didn't drink water during that period of time. It's not, not a big deal. But yes, uh, 
yeah, it's, it's time flies real, real fast here, real fast, but I'm in motion. Um, and, uh, I, I didn't count on being so familiar with the cottage still because of my grandmother. I've been seeing the cottage from my grandmother as much as I can. Um, uh, but it's, it's going to be a great year and it's sad. You know, we always remember the people from our past, but, uh, we, we keep on in motion. You do not let it bring, bring you down. You, you, you don't become a victim because of it. You don't dig a hole. Um, you, you just, you mean you become a stronger darn person. I have become a strong person. I miss those people. I pay them respect, but baby, I'm living my freaking life. And you all should too, baby, for, for, for yourself, for the people who aren't around anymore, go for it. Pound it, pound that like button. All right. So let's talk about, uh, the picture today, obviously on these shows, I always show some, some girl I used to know, um, that that's what the tradition has been for like what the last eight weeks now. Women, I, I picture a woman I used to hang out with that I, I was trying to get. Well, not all of them I was trying to, you know, score with. Um, like, well, maybe I was with. I, I had to go over the list again. Some I, I completed the task with, some I failed with. So I give you failures and, and, and lessons you can learn. So the picture up there before, you guys have heard me talking about the Brazilian girls that I knew in Baltimore. The picture is of a Brazilian girl. I, I, she came to my party. That's at one of my, my, my birthday parties. You can see that orange room where the original uh, Bitcoin Meister video was uh, – I, I, vid- I videotaped in that in, in 2013. Not vid- In 2013, I did a Bitcoin video in that room. But um, the party was before that, and uh, that girl is from Brazil that's in there with me. Um, I met her through the other Brazilians. I knew like five Brazilian women, and she was a beautiful woman. Um and I took her on a date. And unfortunately, you know, I, I was not able, I mean, she, she was all very interested in me at the party. Of course, when you're the king of the party, everyone's interested in you, um, going out to eat. So I, I had to spend some money there. Um, and it was good, but she had to move back to Brazil after that. And, uh, she had Italian heritage in there too, uh, because a lot of people from Brazil are, are mixed, uh, a lot, a lot of different things. Uh, but so, so what did I learn? Uh, I mean, she was a nice person, a nice person. Um, I think she had a boyfriend once who, who passed away. So, you know, people have baggage and, uh, you know, you, you got a deal. Um, I didn't, uh, there were a lot of pe- dudes hitting on her and everything. Uh, and another, another thing that I'm, I'm reminded of just by seeing the picture is Brazil. Now Brazil, um, everyone's scared. You know, a lot of people are dying down there apparently from this. And so it, even the United States has a warning not to go to Brazil. But now I'm thinking about going to Brazil after seeing your picture, not to see her, um, but because unfortunately, you guys, I think a lot of people out there, they think Brazilian women are perfect. Uh, they're not perfect. Uh, when they live in America and they start to eat out, uh, eat like Americans, they end up looking like Americans. I'm not going to pick on anybody specifically here, but I know a lot of Brazilian women and most of them have gone to total, I mean, bad, bad from living in America, Brazilian American women. Uh, there, there was something else that I want to say about her. Um, no, so I failed. I failed at my attempt there, but she wasn't around very long either. She, she had to go back to Brazil, but she was here illegally. Like she was here for a year and the, the one Brazilian who was here legally would hook her up and all these other Brazilians up with like babysitting jobs. But then they would, they would have to go back after a year. Um, uh, I can, I can, I can go more. And some of them, one of them married a guy uh, to stay in America. One of them married a, a guy to stay in America. Um, again, one of them was here legally. Then another one married a guy, but she might have she might have gotten here. They had all sorts of tricks. They were doing all sorts of things, but they were all women, all Brazilian women, various levels of hotness. Uh, I, I could show you another picture of one that I also failed with, uh, but that, that maybe we'll, we'll save that one for another week. But uh, yeah, I hope she's uh, I hope she's uh, being productive. She she wanted to move to Italy. I remember 
she was a cook or something. Okay. Uh, so she, she, it was a good time. It was, it was fun, but memories come back. I've known all sorts. I've known all sorts uh, of people. And uh, what was I, she was a nice person. She was a nice person. Um, but they're not perfect people. They, they, everyone thinks they, they it, when you have an American diet, everybody, if you eat an American diet, like 99% of the people um, are going to, they're going to end up in bad shape. Even Brazilian women, trust me. Now, so, um, yeah, yeah, I, I talked about, uh, guys, uh, all these things are no-nos in the real world now. Being on an airplane, this, so it's, it's a no-no, everyone's scared to be on an airplane. The, the United States uh, is printing money to subsidize airplanes. Okay, They're, the, the airline industries have been bailed out. So all you people who value your wealth in dollars, who are waiting for your free check, you're subsidizing my my flights. Okay, you okay? You're not taking advantage. The flights would cost so much money if the United States had not bailed them out. So I'm taking advantage. Of this. I'm still living my life as regular as I regularly would. But you, you, you're all scared at home. You're not taking advantage of what you're paying for. You're paying for a rich guy like me to fly all over the United States of America. And I like that. I like that. You losers that are locking yourself up like that. I like that you're paying for me because you value your wealth. It does. You're not even in the Bitcoin. You're waiting for your government check. You're and yeah, sure. You're going to get your government, your your def, your inflated government check that Southwest has gotten, that American Airlines has gotten, and so so you're you're paying for it. You're paying for me to fly all around because you're too scared to. You could you could live a life. You could be in motion. You could be going around. Um, but no. All right now. And uh, yeah, so I if anyone out there is from Brazil uh, that's got any. Uh, Safe cities. I'm considering it because I, I've been to Brazil before. I did not enjoy my time there. I was in Rio, but in my passport, I still have my visa so I can get into Brazil like right now. I could take a plane right there uh, right now. But if you're in Brazil, tell me what's up. Uh, if you got any ideas, et cetera, et cetera. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it because I don't know where I'm going after Phoenix. I'm going to be on, in Phoenix. I'm going to get there on Wednesday. I'm going to be there until January 5th. I don't know where I'm going afterwards. I was thinking maybe do a road trip afterwards, but then I'm not going to be able to do the show every day. But there's I don't have to do it every day. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Now, uh, thinking, so let, let's get, let's talk more about uh, a warning for Americans not to go to Brazil. Yes. S, F, F that warning. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll think about that. Now, uh, thinking ape, thinking ape has another video. He's also known as Stardust. He's a man who's, who's gone his own way. And uh, by the way, when I was talking about, when I, I think I, the term black people, when I used it on yesterday's show, it immediately demonetized my video. If this video is demonetized, it's because I said black people. And it takes them uh, uh, 24 hours to re-monetize it because I didn't see anything controversial on yesterday's show. I just said black people. But I don't think that's a, a good a, a term that YouTube likes coming from me, at least. I don't know. But Thinking Ape, uh, Thinking Ape said uh, – ha has a video – uh, with a guy who, who he's had talk about politics before and they're complaining that the system is rigged. So I, I already am linked to that, that, that one uh, I've linked to that one below already. So you can check it out. And again, I think he's a downer. Uh, he says that luck plays a big role in people's lives and that uh, successful people on YouTube uh, seem to all be from California, which is a successful state. So, and they're telling people how to be successful. Well, dude, you can move to California. You can move to a successful state. You can move. You see, it isn't just luck. Okay. People, if you're in motion, you're putting your, you're meeting more people. You're, you're becoming part of more projects. Okay? If you're just sitting there in the same place, whether it be in Germany, I think he's in Germany, whether it be in Iowa. Yeah. 
you're not going to get the same benefits as someone who's willing to travel around. It's not – you find your own quote-unquote luck by being in motion, by competing and not complaining like this dude is. So uh, I don't believe in the luck at all. I believe in being in motion and that the system is not rigged. Okay, because he's just trying to say certain people with certain issues and that are born in certain places to certain um, in certain classes, they're just stuck. They're this um, the people are refusing to put themselves out there. You got to put yourself out there. If you do not put your, and it's easy. Some people are in, in better positions to put themselves out there. Some be, be, people are born with a better connections, but you can you 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 can sit there and just complain about it. I mean, the technology that has been produced in the last 10 years gives anyone, anyone who's got an internet connection, a way to put themselves out there through social media to, to meet people. And I've done shows about how you could just email people in, in the Bitcoin space and ask for jobs. You might get, you might get jobs. They're not these sit down formal interviews anymore. You know, before you, you had to have a nice suit. You had to look good. The, the job, there, there were all these superficial requirements. They're not, they're not requirements anymore. They're not requirements. You could announce since everybody's scared and, and locking themselves in their houses. A, a Zoom video, anyone can get in Zoom and do a Zoom interview or whatever. Okay, so yes, the tr the stock market is getting bailed out. That isn't fair. And boomers own lots of stocks. So he, he was trying to say the boomers have an advantage, and he's blaming the boomers. But with that in mind, what do Zoomers buy? What are Zoomers and all these young people? What are they buying? If the truth is out there that all these boomers have made money off of uh, stocks and that the government always bails out the, the Wall Street first. What are Zoomers doing? What are they doing? No, they're, they're, they're buying a, a avocado toast. They live so comfortably that they don't, they don't think about investing. They don't think about their future. It's all like the Bitcoin. You could buy Bitcoin. I mean, that's better than everything. And they, Zoomers, have an – I don't know what – I don't know what that even is. The 27-year-olds, I don't know. Is that a Zoomer? But they have – for he, he says he meets all these guys online that are down uh, and because it, it, they're stuck at home, et cetera, et cetera. But it, it, they, they could find Bitcoin, okay? They could learn from these – they have an advantage – over the boomers who don't have any technical skill at all. You think a seven-year-old knows how to could could, could work a, a a trezor just like that? A freaking twenty-seven-year-old could. So the young people can work this great technological marvel that we're living in in this freaking golden age much easier than the seventy-five-year-olds. But he's saying it's unfair. You know, the seventy-five-year-olds uh, have have screwed the 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 young people no the young people are lazy they can't move they don't want to move they don't want to live they they, they 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 complain they thought i've earned this degree i got this expensive degree that i paid so much money for you must hire me you must give me a job they can't come up with their own they're entitled they're very there's entitlement that is out there too okay so they believe in spending over saving you bring this upon yourself they don't know how to save so it's not rigged okay it's not rigged you you create your own system, okay? Don't throw yourself into a system, okay? Because you can't say, okay, Adam, uh, well, uh, there is a, a financial paradigm out there where the the stocks the stock market gets bailed out first, okay? So that is a financial system. Do you have to be be a slave to that financial system, or can you take advantage of it and add it to your own personal life system, okay? So this dude thinking, hey, he's he's a downer. He could be a downer. He could be a black pill or whatever you want to call him. Um, you don't let anyone else define your system, system over goals, create a successful system for yourself, figure it out. What do you need to do? Brainstorm, use your freaking brains, people. If, if your state sucks, 
then move to another state. If your country sucks, move to another place. But you can't just be quiet and live in a basement and think everything's going to come to you just because you got paid $50,000 for a degree. Okay, Figure out how to get out of that debt. Figure out how to get out of the basement. Just meet people online and not downer people. If they're down, they're like, he, he's he's telling you the way of the real world. Okay, he's, he's, he's like some old grandfatherly dude. But is he going to tell you how to be successful in this? No, because he says, I don't know the way. Find someone who's going to mentor you correctly, all right? And, and it's got a positive attitude. Find someone who thinks 2020 has been freaking awesome. Pound that like button. That's my conclusion for that part of the show. That's a pretty darn conclu- good conclusion. If you're stuck in your ways and you need some advice, find someone who thinks 2020 has been freaking awesome. And that's the kind of attitude you freaking need in this world, baby. Now, the Great Reset. We've heard about it now. A lot of people develop. It's the World Economic Forum. It's straight out there. It's Klaus Schwab, okay? He's been dreaming of this for a while. He's created this. He's, act- he's not really a socialist per se. He, he likes capitalism, he says. He's a smart man, and he's come up with this stakeholder capitalism thing, all right? And he's intertwined it with the Great Reset. Yaron Brook has a great show, a great series of shows on this. He explains it perfectly. I will link to it below, but you can look up Yaron Brook's channel. Uh, he's an object, objectivist, whatever Ayn Rand's uh, followers are. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. They're not perfect. And Yaron is not perfect. He, he has uh, TDS sometimes. But uh, to an extreme, but he is so right about what this great reset really is. They're all these very wealthy people in Europe, all around the world. You could say the people who control the world. It's people are free to associate with whoever they want to. A lot of rich people associate with a lot of leaders, okay? And they meet in Davos. It's not secret, it's out there. For years, they've wanted to make things more fair, okay? You know, worldwide taxes, all these things. They judge what is fair. They have their own opinions on what is fair. And for years, they they wanted an opportunity to talk about something like a Great Reset where they implement new rules. They are the philosopher kings. So what they want is they want to make new rules. They they, they love this stuff. Um, They they don't believe in a true free market. They believe it's, it's, it's a sort of fascism what this Great Reset is. Now, they're not trying to enslave everyone. It's not... It's not the end of the world. They didn't bring on the virus. They never let a good crisis go to waste. Now, and that's what they're doing. This crisis has come about, and so they are lying and saying capitalism has failed the virus. No, 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 no. This was not capitalism during the virus. This was fascism where the government picked and chose what businesses were going to be open, and it has failed. It has failed. What what has gone on has failed. And what Klaus Schwab wants is even more of this, but he's calling it stakeholder capitalism. Great reset. Rich, the poor good. You have to, if you own a business, the philosopher king is going to tell you how to run your business. Don't do it for the shareholders. Do it for the stakeholders. Well, who's a stakeholder? Well, the people in your city are the stakeholders. So wise Klaus Schwab is going to say, well, you've got to give 10% of your uh, profit to Baltimore City if you're located in Baltimore City. But why? Why? Well, because they're stakeholders. All right. Stakeholder capitalism is nonsense. It is not true capitalism. Um, shareholder capitalism is capitalism you do what is good for the people who pay you you do what is good for you with the, in the best interest of the business now usually it's the best interest of the employees but class schwab wants you to pay your employees a certain amount what's he know about how much you have to pay your uh, a living wage what's a living wage got to do with the way you run your business okay you did 
if if the if people don't like the what you're, the ways you're paying them, they don't have to work there. All right. But so the philosopher kings, they've come up with this great reset. It's picking up speed. Obviously, Ben Shapiro has ripped on it. Good for him. A lot of mainstream people are talking about it. I want to put it all out there just so it's it's not a conspiracy or anything like that. It is real. It is out in the open. You can read about it. And for and, and there are some people who probably will end up liking it. They're like, oh, that's nonsense. It's it's just a total conspiracy. No. You leftists, go read it. It's out there, all right? You might like it, actually, because it's a lot of leftists. Uh, you enjoy it. They're worried about climate change. You should you should get into it. There's just some people that say it's it's just a totally fake thing. No, the Great Reset is real, but it, it is real. It is, it's something – it's out there. World Economic Forum, they're talking about it. But it's not some massive uh, – a, a bunch of men behind the closed doors that uh, have been planning a, a virus for a while and they let the virus – no, 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 no. They're just taking advantage of everybody. They've seen how weak and compliant everyone is. They've seen people lock themselves out. So, yeah, why not just bring it up now? Straight up say, hey, we just want to get rid of capitalism. They're they're saying that. We want to get rid of regular capitalism. Uh, uh, Two years ago, if they would have said that, they would have been laughed at, okay? And you would have automatically thought this is a conspiracy. This is is fake. This isn't real. This is a joke. No, it's real. It's real. And now what the real joke is, the real joke is – is that all these peoples, all these sucker MCs have locked themselves in their house houses and done all this ridiculousness to bring about uh, these uh, technocrats in Europe and all over the world now have the bravery to say whatever the heck they want to. Okay, They're not fearful of anything. And to tell, that is why we must c- resist. We must continue to resist. We must continue to speak out and, and, and not make insane – don't make in, ex, explain made-up stories – about uh, how uh, it was all China and Klaus uh, were working in a lab together or something like that. No, no, no. Talk about what it really is, so we can really address it and, and you know, and and uh, meet it head on, and that people understand the best capitalism is the best. Okay, free market would have taken advantage. People would have chosen what what businesses were to be open on their own if they were scared to open their business. Uh, people would choose: Should I wear a mask in this business? Am I going to enter a business? Uh, am I going to wear a mask on the street? People can make their own choices. This was not free market, anything like that. And what they're proposing is is kind of a, a continuation of, of this, but a, a little bit of a different flavor. Uh, now, in Minnesota, 67% of assisted living uh, – here, here we go. Alex Berenson has uh, – in Minnesota, 3,375 people have died of the virus. 2,300 were residents of long-term care homes. Minnesota has banned all social gatherings until December 18th. So, of course, that makes no, no sense. Two-thirds of the people dying of, of the virus were in assisted living homes. Thus, let's shut down all social gatherings until December 18th. Makes no sense at all. Um, people don't know these facts, that it, it mostly hits assisted living uh, and old people's homes, okay, where you've dumped your old people. And the people focus on the anecdotal stories about the young person who got sick, all right? Focus on the cold, hard facts, all right? Facts over feelings. The fact is, is that an incredibly large amount of people that are dying of this, that are getting really sick, are, are already very sick and would have died from the flu and other things also, okay? But no one – does the media talk about that? Does NBC I, – I don't watch – I mean, hearing five seconds of NBC wouldn't make me vomit violently. So uh, I, from what I heard, no, they don't talk about the cold, hard facts. And are they talking about – Iver, ivermectin ivermectin it, it is not if you catch if you have it and you take this really cheap drug as soon as you can 
it, it fixes the problem. There are this is not anecdotal. There are studies out there, okay? And market ticker Carl Denninger is doing a great job covering this. But no, the, does the media want to talk about solutions to this at all? They do not. Have people? It, it just no one knows what this thing really is that it, you know mostly affects old people. Nobody knows what to do with it. Like, oh, we should just wait for a vaccine, or we we should worry about hospitals overloading. Okay then what do you do? What are the solutions over sympathy? Or we should feel bad for this person. We should feel bad for this teacher. I mean, I'm seeing signs. Uh, t- you, We are heroes here. These people, they have some nerve at the school, at the public school to put up a sign saying they're heroes. What kind of world? Is, I mean, victim, victimhood, uh, we're victims and we're heroes. I mean, it, it, it's a sick world. Real people, productive people, like Carl Benninger, People are doing studies and it's not being talked about. You you know that a teacher is your hero, a teacher and her freaking uh, bloated union that just doesn't care about kids at all. They're the heroes, the bloated union that's totally in bed with all the politicians. They're the heroes you should worship and just, you know, whatever they say, oh, they, they don't, they don't, do, they, they shouldn't go to work anymore. Um, we, we should worry about them. But instead of people, you know, come up with solutions, sympathy over solutions, no, solutions, there are some cheap drugs out there that there are studies. You give them the people that have it, they don't get sick. They have it. They have the disease. You see, there's a difference between having it and actually getting sick. People don't know that either, okay? Yeah, it, it, would, it sucks to be violently ill with it. I No doubt about it, okay? But how about if that can be prevented? If you catch it, you know, all these people taking tests on Russiatown Road, there is a huge drive in all these people in line. Who's paying for all this? The government's paying for all of it. So, of course, people are taking these government-paid-for tests um, that are not even accurate. I mean, oh, I couldn't believe what I saw on Rogerstown Road there with, a, with some clinic, a brand-new clinic, mind you, that's opened up since September. It's a great business to be in, isn't it? You, you open some health clinic. The government pays all these people to, to take tests there. You overcharge. I mean, it, it is such a racket that's going on. But here's the bottom line here. If you're scared about getting sick, the government – what it should do is let anybody you could go to you should be able to go anywhere to buy ivermectin or, or anything that's like a, a two dollar pill that can that there's been studies to uh, that affects this. I mean, it's, it's, this government regulation stifles uh, progress. All right, and progress here would be imagine if you could buy every drug you wanted to, and people could experiment on themselves. And, and I mean, we would have figured out a, a lot of problem solving of, of diseases a lot sooner. Okay. But no, you, you got to wait years for the government to decide what, what's even with the, even with the, uh, with the vaccine, there, there shouldn't be all these regulations on it. If a private company uh, comes up with a vaccine and they want to give it to people and people demand the vaccine for some unknown reason, people should be able to take it and sign a waiver that says, we're not going to sue these people. We don't need the government's approval. If this darn vaccine is really all they say it's going to be, they should be able to sell it now, sell it now, sell it now. But at the same time, there's, there's much easier, cheaper things that are out there. And again, I'm never taking the vaccine. I feel no need. I've never taken a flu vaccine. I'm not scared of getting flus. I'm not scared of getting colds. I'm not, I, I, I have personal responsibility. I keep myself fit. Okay. Again, I said, I did my sprints today. I do those every week. Um, I've been around plenty of people. <laughs> I've sh- people have hugged me. I shook hands with people at, at, at show. What the heck? Come on. But if you're, if, People should have, know about this ivermectin study that is out there, but you don't know. Do you hear about it? Whenever there's been a solution like that, a simple, cheap solution, the media says, oh, it's nonsense. It kills people. It kills people? 
drugs that have been around for 50 years that, that hardly kill anybody, they're kill, just, they make it, they politicize it. They totally politicize it. If they cared about really saving lives, about really keeping people healthy, they would talk about things like this. But so anyway, it's over at, uh, at Market Ticker. And we, we heard about the nurse uh, that said she, she had, uh, she made up a story in South Dakota that all these people were, had deathbed re- regrets um, uh, and were saying, I, I thought it was fake. I thought the virus is fake. Oh, I thought Biden made it up. Oh, you know, political side, side. She got her 15 minutes of fame. Okay, she did what she did. It wasn't true. She made it up. Uh, everyone's forget. Some people, you know, Tom Brokaw is still talking about it like it actually is. It was true. There's some people still referencing, you know, all these people have deathbed regrets that they, they didn't think it was true. Okay, yeah, whatever. But let, let's even say that, that some of that is true, okay? That there are people out there, and, and that's supposed to scare you. That's supposed to make you stay home and think that it's super serious and that you can't go about your real life because people on their deathbeds, they were like, they were, they were, they were, they could hardly breathe and they didn't think it was real and that's so scary, isn't it? So scary. You know what does happen in real life for real? And you hear you hear all sorts of people talking about it all the time. Old people who are dying of from whatever, they they start to talk about, you know, I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have lived my life fuller. I wish I could have, you know, gone here. I, I wish I didn't lock that person out of my house or life. I wish I could I, I would have taken that job. I wish I would have moved. Um they have regrets about not living their lives, not living a full life. I think we, we can all agree that's that's more than just a bunch of anecdote. I mean, it, it's 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 out there. Okay, it, it's been going on for years and years. You know, people warn you, like you know, li- live your full life because a lot of people, when they are dying, not necessarily on their deathbed, but when they have can- terminal cancer already, and it's it's become really a pain to get around, and they start to they realize like, oh my, there were so many things I I meant to do. And I sacrificed and I was scared and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do this in my life. So this lockdown has, has almost, you know, th- this virus panic, we're almost at the year mark here. Okay. We're talking about some people have been in a panic prison for what's going to end up being one to 2% of their lives. All right. All right. So you're never going to be 20 years old again. For all the 20-year-olds, you're never going to be 25 again. You're never going to be 35 again. For the people who have given up, that that that's something you should consider. That should scare you straight about this, okay? Not that you didn't believe something was true or not and, and people were coughing up on their deathbed. Did you give away a year of your life, 2% of your life, 1% of your life, maybe 3% of your life? You don't know what's going to happen in three years to you. You get hit by a car because you were scared. Because of some nurse giving you a scary story on on uh, CNN, or b- because you think it's affecting, uh, you're, you're 32 and you're healthy, and you think it's going to affect you, so you just believe all this hype. Let me tell you, in in the if you live, if you do end up living 80 years, and may you live 80 years, okay, I think there will be a lot of people who look back and be like, oh my god, what did I do? I wasted the prime of my freaking life. I believed, I believed the hype, and it, it's it's real. It is a real disease, but it does. You don't have to give up 1% or 2% of your freaking life to this thing. It's ridiculous what's being asked of people to sacrifice. So that's a real deathbed regret out there. When people and, and it's gonna it's gonna be worse now because we've this has been going on for a while and people will one day uh, plenty of people right, right that shouldn't be you. You should think ahead right now. You don't want to one day be in that position where you're like, oh my God, 2020. I didn't do anything. And that was, I was 23 years old. What, what, what happened? <laughs> All right. Now, uh, okay. We'll talk about that next time. 
Yaron Brooks said he was depressed because uh, we're, we're, voter turnout was so high. And it just shows people <laughs> that people value politics and have nothing better to worry about or care about. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, that's an interesting take uh, that uh, – well, but part of the reason voter turnout was so high is because people were locked in their houses. They got absentee ballots very easily, uh, and they do have nothing better to do in their lives. And that's pathetic. So it's, a, it's an interesting take on that. Uh, so, okay, we talked about 2020 being great. Uh, oh, and by the way, we were talking about Stardust uh, Thinking Ape beforehand. I, I wish I would have – I'm going to link to this below. He talks about luck. And that, that it affects a lot of people. Well, you know, it's very interesting. Stardust actually had a Bitcoin address to, at one point in 2015, and he stopped listing it in 2015. And uh, he actually cashed some of it out back then, you can tell. Now, I'm wondering if Stardust still has access to it or if he made a mistake or if he had, quote unquote, bad luck. Because at that address, he has $6,000 worth of Bitcoin right now. And he's the one that complains that the whole world is against him and you need luck and everything. He was in motion, got into Bitcoin at one point, and now he has $6,000 worth of Bitcoin there. I, I wonder if he even knows that. That's what happens when you get in the motion, in motion. You end up, he got into the Bitcoin world. He somehow removed himself from the Bitcoin world. He does not list the Bitcoin address anymore. I don't think he's listed it since 2015, but this was his address and it has the reason it has $6,000 worth of Bitcoin there is because in 2015, somebody sent him 0.15 Bitcoin, which was probably like $40 at the time or $50. I don't know. It was very little at the time. But that bring that makes up the bulk of what he still has there. So is he lucky? Are you are, are you privileged and lucky there, Thinking Ape? Or did you make a big mistake and uh, give up on Bitcoin and lose your uh, access to I, I hope you didn't lose it, man. I hope you didn't lose it. But it just shows you guys like that who talk about luck. It's very interesting. He he had some good luck there, but he had it because he was in motion. Now, did he do something ignorant and and, and totally cut himself off from it? I hope not. Uh, all right. Yeah, so I found that, you know, we're talking about the mainstream media. Here's something from uh, Tom Brokaw in, in April. The coronavirus plague is so dangerous, complex, and frightening. It demands nonstop scientific, political, financial, and public attention. Thank God for cyber communication, which allows us all to dial morning, noon, and night. We're in this together 24-7. <laughs> Very nice. So that was an example of fear back in April. And uh, yeah, people are still, some people still believe all that stuff. It's that the plague is so dangerous. You know, it's not so dangerous, complex and frightening. Well, it, it is complex. It is a little, it is complex because it doesn't affect children at all, but frightening, uh, it, 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 it demands nonstop scientific, political, financial, and public attention. No, it does not nonstop public attention, not at all. But people clearly bought into that. People are clearly living that tweet still to this day, and he's still living it because uh, Tom Brokaw echoes nurses widely criticized CNN promoted tale of sick patients denying corona, uh, the virus. So, yeah, he's still buying into he's an old man, though. But uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, they look to people like that for the truth. And that dude is not speaking the truth. He might be confused, whatever um, he's. I mean, as an 80 year old man or whatever he is, yeah, he, he should be looking out for himself. I don't know what comorbidities he has, uh, but to demand that the whole world uh, be frightened. And, uh, you know, all political and all financial and public attention should be on it is ridiculous. OK, let the market compete. If it's a serious thing that people 
want to, to be taken care of, the market will speak. Okay, but what has happened is that the fascist leaders have all decided this is the number one priority of the whole world, and because uh, they don't want to get blamed for one death, they're not. They, they can't handle you know one losing one voter, and it's just like it's insane. It's insane that you know every life does matter, but dude, as a politician, you cannot save every life, and and it, that you've been pretending all this time, and you have to keep up that facade is sickening on on its own, and that people believe that is also take care of your own selves, people. It's not the politician's job to take care of you, even though he might say it is. Uh, now, uh, yeah, all right. So we talked about Iran Brooks. Uh, and here, this guy, Zygmunt Freud, says, let's be very clear how insane it is. Only one Bronco quarterback has the virus, and he's not even really sick. The other three must sit out because they might have a virus, which is very unlikely to even make them sick. We have all lost our darn minds and sports is leading the way. What's this about? And I don't know how this turned out. I found this yesterday. Denver Broncos have four quarterbacks. One has it. And since the other three hung out with him, like they don't have any quarterbacks for the game. So I don't know how that went. That's insane. That And that's setting an example. That's setting a panic. That's panic. That is totally panic. The guy who has it, and maybe the test will turn out negative, uh, that it wasn't positive uh, eventually. The guy that has it is fine. The three guys that hung out with him are, are, hot, are fine. But no, they can't have a quarterback. And it, hey, NFL can do what they want to do. It's just setting – this is why people are scared. This is why grown men are scared because they, they worship the NFL. And they think, well, if, they, if, they, if my Denver Broncos can't have any quarterbacks, then this must be very serious. If the Broncos can't have a quarterback this week, it must be very serious. Uh, it's not. now. Uh, for, for men of that athletic ability, of that health level, it's not – no, they, they shouldn't be worried at all. They should be playing. Play. Do your darn – but the, the, it's ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely uh, – now, but but the, that's why you don't worship the NFL. I don't even watch the NFL. Um, I, I, I've heard some things about the Ravens, et cetera. Now, if the – and I've said it before. Uh, if the Ravens made the AFC title game, I would watch the game. But I'm, I have waste, I've watched no Ravens games. Since I was in Vegas on September 11th, 2016, that was opening day that year. I didn't watch. I decided I've had enough of all this virtue signaling nonsense that the NFL has become. Oh, my God. What a great move that was on my part. We've talked about that many, many a time, many a time. And I've spent so much time that I would have you know, studying the NFL, watching the NFL, learning about Bitcoin, making shows like this, making becoming rich, dude. Oh, my, it's awesome. It's freaking awesome. Th that's and so, I mean, you could be a person who's addicted to the NFL. It's your per personal responsibility as a new counterculture. But are you going to be a person who's who's addicted to the NFL and then say the system's rigged? No, you rigged your own system because you would rather watch that nonsense than learn and use your head and and be taught how to be a scared little compliant person that even the Denver Broncos have to can't have four quarter can't have a quarterback because of the virus because of the cold. All right, now. Uh, what I saw, okay, yeah, I, I talked about the lines. We'll talk about that next time. Uh, we'll talk about that next time. I want, I want to end this. Uh, uh, oh yeah, here, Buck Sexton. He says the government cannot protect you from uh, the virus with with mask mandates and lockdowns. A lot of people don't want to hear this, but it's true. And by refusing to accept what is now very obvious, the government and people demanding more action from it are making everything worse. Okay. Yeah. So great point. The government's not going to fix your problem. If you, the people who are demanding more and more from the government are only demanding 
are, are making things worse. The government's just digging a deeper hole and in, inflicting more insane rules and lockdowns on people that are just making things worse. Uh, and all right, we want, there's so much. Uh, yeah. And, and again, people, uh, no, no, let me, let me, let me uh, conclude with this about uh, be, what, what makes uh, some of these uh, Antifa people, Antifa people. And I, I addressed this beforehand. There are kids out there that paid $50,000 for useless degrees, 50,000 a year. Okay. And they feel entitled that why don't I have a job? Why am I rich? Why are those people doing better? And it, and these are, they come from middle-class. They think they've done everything right. They have fit. They've tried to fit in the best way they can. That That's what you're, you're taught. You know, if you go to this liberal minded college, you're going to come out a better person. You're going to come out successful. You're going to get a great job in New York or San Francisco or some cool city, Seattle, Portland. And then what ends, what has ended up happening, the truth is that fitting in is overrated. These people with these liberal arts degrees, they're not getting any jobs at all. They're, they're have they're, paying they're not making any money at all they're living in these high cost cities that they thought they were entitled to they're living like five people per room they are frustrating and so they end up joining blm antifa and they're doing crazy things and it's people coming from middle class upper middle class backgrounds they're frustrated they have done this to their <laughs> they thought they were being you know, they, they thought they were following the rules of the game and they were being cool, doing what all the cool kids were doing. And now they are, this is, this is to them, this is the next logical step. Like I was entitled to this. I should have got this. And this is legitimate. Destroying this quote unquote system, destroying all these rich people's, even though their families were probably, they, they came from working class or upper middle class backgrounds, whatever. Destroying stores is a rightful way to get out my anger. Okay. So I'm, I'm just, you, you think that this is what I'm, I'm telling you about who has signs and who doesn't have signs. Now I'm not trying to vilify a races or anything like that at all, but they are, I think the general, the people that most people, no matter what race or sex or, or, or wherever you're coming from, state you grew up in that are joining these, the movements that are violent and Marxist are people who are, fr- who think that there wasn't that couldn't come out with their own system. Who wanted to be in the fitting in is overrated system, and now they see results. So, um, in a way, they were cucks, and now they are frustrated. And but it's you shouldn't do you shouldn't take out your anger that way. It's never too late to change. You can. This is a golden age. You can get out there and be productive. You don't have to focus on what you supposedly learned in your liberal arts degree. You don't have to be envious of other people of get stuck on this income inequality. No, you, you were not, you don't deserve a high salary. You don't deserve a cushy job, but my God, you can go out and get that, get it. If you're in motion and you don't deserve to live in Seattle, but dude, you can move to Boise. You can move to other, a city and live an awesome life and maybe not need a great job, but people have seen it's been put out there. What fitting in is, and that is living in the biggest city, having the best jobs, and, and you are entitled to it because you, you you went to college. You spent the money. You deserve it. And that's just not the way it is. And I just wanted to bring that up about – because there, there are some people – and there are some totally psychotic homeless people that are in Antifa and all that stuff also. But a, a lot of it is stemming from uh, you know fitting in, trying to fit in. And, and that's why I say fitting in is overrated. And be a unique beast. Those people weren't trying to be unique beasts. They were just trying to be like, well uh, – 
look, I've seen on TV, you go to this cool liberal college, you get these hot women, you move to uh, Portland, you sip uh, coffee and everything's great. That isn't the way it is. It just doesn't come to you, man. In motion, in motion, unique beasts. Pound that like button. Let me see if there are any other uh, questions out there. Invention, watch yesterday's show. I talked about uh, some aspects of the New York Times article and the people complaining that involve uh, involve the ladies that I think you will enjoy. So watch yesterday's show. Uh, Cass said, do you think the reason many people love the lockdowns is because they enjoy watching other people's lives get destroyed? Yeah, there's probably a few. There's probably a few that, that it's revenge. It's revenge against all those productive people. Look, those productive – this is a great point, Cass. I'm glad – it's a great observation on your part. Look at all those people who are being productive and going to work in their offices every day when I couldn't go to work because my liberal arts degree you know, made me uh, uh, serving coffee. Now I don't have to serve coffee to them anymore. Ha, ha, ha. And they can't go to work. What they don't realize though is that those people at the – you know the, the, the people who are working office jobs, good office jobs, productive office jobs, they're still working and they're doing it from the comfort of their own freaking home. And those people that used to work uh, serving them coffee now are just getting welfare checks and stuff. So, I mean, who's the, who's the winner there? I mean, it, 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 very, very good point though. But yeah, pe- they, they don't see the full picture. So they're, they're just, they're just happy. They're like, ha ha ha. They don't have to go to their, uh, they don't go to their office anymore. They're not getting richer. They don't understand that the people that they hate the most the people at the top of the ladder, the Amazons of the world, Bezos of the world, who they blame for everything, they're the ones benefiting the most from this situation that they enjoy, okay? Um, but that's it. I mean, they're playing the game. Jeff Bezos is playing the freaking game. He's playing by the rules of the game. And it's unfortunate that these crybabies have uh, made the rules of the game this way, that the, the bulk of the people out there are sure that they want the rules to like that. But figure it out how you can benefit from the new – the, the rules of the game that are out there. And I, I've been, it's been great. It's been great for me. The, 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 the cheap airlines has been awesome. Do you, Max says, do you do any exercises besides running like body weight exercises? Well, yeah, I, I do this and uh, I do things like this and whatever this is. Um, I do planks. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I lift things, do push-ups, sit-ups, stuff you can do, pull-ups, just whatever you can do in, the, in a house, all right? But uh, I have a whole routine on the ground. I call it my ground routine. Uh, mountain climbers, uh, things like that. They, they just get get the heart racing real quick, all right? I like to get the, the – the, the, that's uh, that's what interval training is all about. So John Calvarisi says, thank you for all you do. You are a blessing. Well, thank you, John. I, I appreciate the support. Oh, wow, this show is less than an hour instead of a half hour. I'm going to take my cold shower after this. That's what uh, it always shocks the body. Now, do I do I have proof that cold showers actually uh, are they beneficial? I I don't know. You know, I read things. I don't know exactly. I mean, I it, supposedly it turns the brown fat into something. I mean, I I don't have any fat, so uh, but I, I'm just right. I, I do it. That's part of my routine. I do a cold shower every day before I finally eat. So one, two, three, no scope says 2020 has been awesome. Yes, it has. I have more Bitcoin than I ever have had because of this year. That's just a great attitude now. And now my year is even better with the price being near 20K. Feels like it was just 2017. Yeah, man. Taval says, do you think the Israelis did the attack on Iran? Yeah, probably. That that killed the uh, the nuclear uh, scientists? Yeah, I would I would assume – uh, is, is the, the Mossad did that actually? So I mean, a lot of people like to blame the Mossad for everything. That's like a real thing that you know. They, and maybe it, the, the United States might have been involved too. That's the only the only two countries that I can see pull something off like that. 
uh, would be uh, Israel in cooperation with the United States, or maybe the United States did it on its own, but it's, it's most likely like probably 100% Israel, maybe with some United States uh, intelligence in there too. Um, all right, what, what else do we have? Uh, Kakra Detome says, you're on fire, Adam. So good to see. Stay in motion. Strong hand. Indeed. Strong hand, everybody. Okay, I think I got to everybody's comments. I hope so. Thank you for the questions. Um, all right, that's it. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember, subscribe to the channel. Do what this shirt said, uh, what, what Nathan uh, said to do. And Nathan, is a, he's an EMT down there. So he, I mean, I'm sure it's... Uh, you know, he's not he's not virtue signaling saying, you know, feel bad for me because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an EMT. You know, I, I, I like that. I don't you know, there's just with the teachers it's uh, with the, the school. When I saw that, I, co I couldn't believe it that they, they, they got a big sign out there. We're heroes. Great. You, mean, you don't have to tell you if you're a true hero, you don't need to tell other people you're a hero. OK. And hey, I understand times have been hard for a lot of people out there. Do your jobs. I, I'm doing my job. Um, you know, be, be proud of yourself, be proud of yourself. But I mean, don't, don't want, don't desire sympathy. It's like cool to ask for sympathy now. I, and I'm just, I want to vomit when I am around people like that. All right. Pound that like button. I will uh, see you later. Thank you everybody. Bye.